Welcome to Popcorn Restaurant, best podcast in the world. Everyone loves it. We have listeners who talk to us and say they like the show. This, that's a fantasy I have. Um, this is our 50th episode. That's exciting. Oh, wow. oh party. Yeah, party. not counting mini episodes. Oh, okay. 50 episodes. I think we've done 50, 50 mini episodes, baby. too. 50, not including minis. And we've really ridden that line between regular and not. 50 hours of content. Wow. (laughs) Wow, that's almost like, that's more than two full days of listening to only us talk. Yeah, someone should start from the beginning and only listen to our show. How much of it do you think is dead air? I think there's probably 28 minutes of dead air. 28 minutes, no way. Over the course of every episode, maybe. And just every little pause. Yeah, all those. Well, because that's like 30 seconds an episode total. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a solid episode. Some Uh, of those episodes really tip up the numbers and some down, (laughs) see if you average it Mm -hmm. out. Welcome back to Popcorn Restaurant. I don't know what you've heard so far, but we're here. we, We don't have technical errors. Everything's great. Um, next week for our 50... Is it at all worth starting over? <laughs> no, no. Brad, we're gonna keep in some of that stuff because it's funny. We we do some funny stuff. Should the stuff. 50th episode start with us saying, we don't know what you've heard so far? <laughs> I think it's better that than us dwelling on it. Well, just, let's just move past let's it, move, Brad. Let's move That's on. That's also not it's, my pitch. <laughs> it's okay, let's just leave it in the past. Brad, you're so you're living in the past, a fan. Yeah. Uh, Let your past go. I'm saying go. that we stop talking about it and actually cut it out so no one knows. No, that can't happen. So next week we're going to a drive-in theater. <laughs> uh, Megan and I have both been there before. It is an incredible experience. Yeah. I went last weekend. It's true it's as special as going to a movie theater in a different way i mean mm-hmm. obviously i'd prefer everything being normal and people not dying constantly but <laughs> it's a real good time it's Hell good to yeah. say that i can't wait for us to go it's going to be so fun yeah, really we need to talk about what's playing because they changed up and the when things schedule are normal, we can also go to this sometimes so we'll have both yeah i'm just looking now it's being very they, slow. Yeah. They were supposed to get that space documentary and do like a double feature with The Biggest Little Farm. But now they played that for a night, like for the premiere of that documentary. But now they're not. They have um, Valley Girl, which does look pretty funny because it's in... Uh, a jukebox musical that's a remake of an 80s musical. Oh, fun. Um, and it, I think it was shot in 2016. That's interesting. Um, there's The Wretched, with I thought, which I thought was a pure horror movie, but it, the trailer makes it look more like so a like good. teen, like, Goonies-type horror thing. Um, and then there's How to Build oh. a Girl, which truly does not look very good. But what it is, is how to build a girl? It's uh, it's Beanie Feldstein as a British teenager <laughs> who moves to London and pretends to be a music critic. Classic. And then there's a bunch of movies that we have seen. Um, 
So, I don't know. I'm open to really anything, I guess. I am too. I mean, I think the only concern with seeing like the second movie in a in a bill would be that it might be harder to get spots next to each other. But then again, uh, Emily. I mean, how busy was it when you went? Because when I went, we went to the second one, and it was still pretty open. Oh, it was uh, packed when we went. Really? Yeah, it was like the full lot was pretty much full. But also, like, if Valley Girl is playing with Trolls World Tour, it's, <laughs> yeah. it is probably going to be like a lot of people will leave, so. So, um, when you guys went, what time did you go? We, I mean, we got there maybe 7, 10, 7, 15 for the 8, because okay. we were going to go to Dairy Queen beforehand, but they are only doing ice cream right oh. now, which is odd. So we got a lot of exciting options for things to see. I don't know why they keep... Is that true? We have a lot of interesting options, not exciting. That's true. Um, potentially exciting. Is it triple bills on weekends? Yeah, but they play the um, first movie for... Uh, they play the first movie again after the second movie, so not really. We can go see Tr- Trolls World Tour and then clean your palate with uh, Valley Girl. Uh-huh. And just be like, you know what I could go for again? <laughs> it would also be so easy to and i imagine not even really against the rules to see one movie on one screen and then just drive to a different screen it yeah it's specifically against the rules that's crazy i wonder why because it's the same price whether you're seeing one or two movies it, i don't know how but it feels like you're cheating yeah, I think it's because, like, you're getting a deal with the double feature, so I think it's kind of like, you're already getting a double feature, come on. <laughs> I guess, but it's yeah, like, no, hey, guys, that. you're getting the same amount of money. Who cares what I see for the second one? But then, What I, if you, like, buy a ticket for one that's less popular, but then everyone goes and does that, and the, the freaking parking lot is full? Right, I guess how would they deal with like yeah seating and it could get messy if a lot of people did it i just think if one person did it uh, here and there probably wouldn't be a big deal i guess that's the rule for most crimes actually (laughs) one person commits a murder here and there it's probably not it's fine no one else's at all Mm -hmm. that'd be great that would be freaking awesome uh so that'll be real fun no matter what we see the snack bar is pretty good Good. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. I'm excited to check out the snack bar because I didn't get to do that last time. Yeah. I didn't do it, but you can get a full pizza. Whoa! Oh, my And gosh. it's like a huge pizza. Dude, that yes. Rocks. <laughs> I also didn't yes. get an icy because I'm saving it for for the pod. Yeah, I'm going to go hog wild yeah. when we're there. Uh-huh. I'm going to get sick at the drive-in. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. I want a t-shirt that says, I got sick at the I drive-in. I got sick at the drive-in. <laughs> or rather, I made myself sick. <laughs> I got sick at the drive-in, and that was the plan. <laughs> how? When we're there, how are we going to communicate to each other? Are we going to text? Because I don't want to disrupt the movie, but I also don't want it to be like, you're not there. I mean, I think we could text. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sex. Yeah. 
Yeah, that will be the one sad thing, is that we're all going to be in our cars. We'll have to just wave. We won't be with each other, but True. we will be with each other in a certain sense. We'll be with each other in spirit and almost physically. You know, we'll be more with each other than we are right now. True. And we so. could at least sort of go to the snack bar together spaced apart. You know what? We can social mm-hmm. distance go True. to the snack bar together. Uh-huh. True. That's going to be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> and there were a lot of people who came. It was clearly a group of three or four cars. And before the movie, they were all just standing. Well, some of them were just being awful and breaking the rules. But some of them were just standing in front of their individual cars and talking to each other. Yeah, we can do We that. should stay in our cars but open the moonroof and poke out like it's prom. <laughs> And talk to each other like that. That'd be neat. Uh, <laughs> you're talking as if I didn't give up my moonroof and my new uh, lease agreement. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sacrificed it for my lower payment. Wow. wow, I get that. You Sadly. just cut a hole. Yeah, I just was like, I guess at the end of the day, I don't need one. <laughs> <laughs> that is objectively true. And yet... And yet, you want to. So, so what's what's the plan? Well, since we're going to a drive-in theater next week, Emily suggested we talk about the history of drive-in theaters. I looked up the history. There's a whole lot to talk about. So many peaks and valleys to talk about. First, cool. first, uh, I got a question for you guys. When do you think oh. the first ever drive-in movie theater was opened? What year? Hmm. 1952. I'm going to say 1940. Uh, you were both wrong. Oh. So the first drive-in theater... One of us must have been closer, but go on. Brad, you're technically closer. Yes! Um, <laughs> the first drive-in theater as we know it opened in 1933... But the first partial drive-in theater opened in actually 1915. It was the Theater de de Guadalupe in New Mexico. It was a partial drive-in theater because it was mostly just an outdoor movie theater. Um, But there were some spots for cars to watch. And the first thing they showed was a heist movie called Bags of Gold. Uh, (laughs) I'd watch that. It looks pretty good. Uh, there was another one of these in Texas in 1921, but in the 20s, there wasn't really a lot of these things. It was more outdoor movies, like in the park was a huge thing in the 20s, but drive-in theaters were just not feasible. But in the early 30s, they get patented in Camden, New Jersey. I don't know if that's near either of you at all. That's literally so close to me. I've been to that aquarium. Wow. The Camden Aquarium. On the waterfront. Wow. The Camden Adventure Aquarium. Nice. So. Hell yeah. I know. It was patented by this guy, Richard M. Hollingshead Jr., who was a chemical company businessman, and he developed the technology to like perfect it. So he, the way he did it was he would just hang a screen in his backyard and nail it onto trees and in between trees, <laughs> and then just uh-huh. like go back there with his car and just try it out. He, nice. he opened his first one on June 6, 1933, in Pensacon Township. Again, oh anywhere God, near you. Oh, my my parents grew up. Jesus. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. So, you, Brad, you're really connected to this history. 
I'm it's gonna, really special. Wow, I'm starting to wonder if yeah, I'm a part of this somehow. Yep. Um, there were 400 spots for cars, and there was a 40 by 50 foot screen. They advertised it by saying, quote, the whole family is welcome, regardless of how noisy the children are. Oh my gosh. Which wow. is a wildly cynical advertisement to put out there. <laughs> it seems like something they're already regretting. Right. The way they uh, did the sound was like a big sound tower that would go out in different directions, but it was not, it didn't work very well because the further back you were, it took a longer time for the sound to get there. Oh, gosh. So it wasn't perfectly synced up. And also, people could hear you, could hear the movies from, like, miles away. So they were <laughs> incredibly upset with this. Yeah, I could see that. First movie they showed at this theater was a comedy called Wives Beware. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and people were kind <sighs> of... Happen? People were... What they bewaring? Well, let's... This movie has several different titles, actually. Oh. Nice. It was... It was originally called Two White Arms. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I see. <laughs> uh, the premise is a man tires of married life and feigns the loss of his memory so he can pursue other women. Oh, my God. <laughs> love it. Oh, wow. Iconic. <laughs> that was what the a hero. Why is that the first movie you play at a drive-in? There were children's oh. movies. People are clamoring for two white arms, <laughs> a.k.a. Wives Beware. Wives Beware. <laughs> um, people were kind of into this idea, but it cost a lot of money to make, so it didn't make a huge profit. And this this guy, Richard M. Holling, said he sold his theater a few years later, and the person who bought it just moved all the tech to a different town. But even before the big boom happened, more and more of these started to be built, first in Pennsylvania then in Los Angeles, then Massachusetts. California is the only one that seems to get several. And they aren't everywhere, but there are like 15 by 1940, and nine of them are operated by this one guy, Philip Smith. And he put in a bunch of playgrounds and stuff. He was the AMC of drive-in theaters. And the big thing all of these theaters had as an issue was sound because it was very hard to figure out a way for it to work. In the Los Angeles theater, they just put a row of speakers in front, which was a little better, but had similar issues. In 1941, RCA comes up with in-car speakers, and boy, oh boy, it actually works now. Uh, World War II happens, millions of lives are lost, but our country is in better financial shape than ever before. Uh, um, a bunch of... It's an interesting interlude. I mean, it's... Because the way it's written in all of these histories that I got for sources, it's pretty optimistic about and happy about World War Two, And it's like, sure, we want, but, you know, lots of... They all seem to neglect the millions of lives. Um, so around this time... A bunch of white people start to move into the middle class, which wasn't really as much of a thing before, but the middle class gets bigger and bigger, and most importantly... Oh, God, what happened? And we're back, folks. <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> I, I'm sure some of this will be cut out, but I do think it's worth mentioning. <laughs> uh, this episode is cursed. We have had... <laughs> Brad has had technical issues twice... My now, for the first time since the lockdown broke. 
<laughs> and then Maggie entirely lost the call. I don't know what happened on my end. It was like Jordan was talking, and then I just couldn't hear him. And I was like, oh, weird, Jordan cut out. And, and I was then... being, I was like, oh, Maggie's being so polite and listening. I guess I'll just listen, too. No. Uh, yeah, I was wondering why no one was saying anything, because I was like, I'm... I don't want to run through this history that quick. Oh my god, <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, um, all right. So, World War II, there's a <laughs> lot of room for people to, to buy cars, which a lot of people just hadn't driven ever before. So now mm. hundreds upon hundreds of drive-in theaters are opening up. By 1947, there was 155 in the country. But then by 1951... Guess how many there were. Um, wait, what was the original number? Uh, I also so forgot the original number. In 1947, there were 155. Okay. And then four years later. I'm, I'm going to guess, guess. You go first. 6,000. I'm going to say uh, 10,000. <gasps> uh, Maggie, you were closer on this one. It was 4,000. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that makes so, sense. I didn't think it was th- 10,000. What did you really think it was? <sighs> I don't know. I just, I needed to outdo Maggie, and I did. Well, my my initial guess was going to be 20,000, and then I was like, I don't think there was uh-huh. 20,000 of anything back then. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, <We're> 50s. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. Fools. Um, <laughs> so there are 4,000. There continue to be more throughout the... F- the 50s and the early 60s are their peak because at the time they were cheaper to maintain because all you really have to do is maintain the screen and the snack bar. Um, but in order to stay relevant, some of them added things like swimming pools, petting zoos. Whoa. Some of them even had motels so that you could watch yeah. from inside your hotel room. Oh, wow. Which is pretty neat, and I would absolutely love really to do that. That sounds really fun. Yeah. But then, of course, no business can can be on top forever. <laughs> the decline happens in the early yeah. 70s for mm-hmm. a whole bunch of reasons. Cable, VHS tapes, home entertainment just isn't absolute dog shit anymore. So people mm-hmm. uh, can be satisfied. Uh, one thing that I thought was an interesting reason, and I don't know if this is an actual... Well, I guess it is. Daylight savings time wasn't a thing that we adopted until the 70s, but then once that happened, since the drive-in theaters had to wait until it got dark, there was a lot of the year where they then had to push their their movie times by an hour, and then people uh, just didn't want to come out that late. Hmm. That makes, yeah, I guess, like, because people would want to go in the summer, and that's when it's late the longest. Interesting. Right, but if you're going to do a double feature, you don't want to start it at, like, 10 p.m. No. True. Uh, there was also the oil an oil shortage in the late seventies, and people just didn't. If you're gonna drive somewhere, it's not gonna be right. to a drive-in theater where you often have to leave your car on, you know, for a lot of the time. Um, property got more expensive too in the early eighties. I did not know this. We were in a recession. Oh. I oh. guess. That maybe explains why people loved Reagan so much, because then we weren't in a recession. Um, some of these theaters tried to like stave off the change that they were going through, the possible closure, 
by starting to show porn or ex just X-rated oh. movies super late at night. Oh wow! Damn. Just yeah. Like, just loose outside. Uh huh. Got raw. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, because a lot of it's Classic like a safe. Seventies and eighties. It's a good Guys, idea. The eighties were raw. They were so <laughs> raw. <laughs> In what other ways were they raw, Brad? Dude, you're the asking 80s, me. Yeah. They were. It was so raw. It was like. It was just so raw. First of all, they were showing pornos at the drive-in. <laughs> yes. That's insane. Second of all, Number recession. One. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. That's so raw. Third of all. Yeah. Big hair. Yes. Jordan, have you sure. even seen Stranger Things? It's so yeah. raw. Yeah. Fourth of all, Stranger Things. Stranger Things was in the 80s. Fifth it's, of all, John Hughes. Sixth of all. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, Russia. Russia. Sure. The Berlin Communism. Wall was raw. The wall. The wall. The mm-hmm. the, and, and, a, and a bunch of other shit. Too. Oh, I'm convinced. True. Computers. Computers. Bill Bill Gates. The rawest He's man in the world. He's certainly a raw man. Chat rooms. Yeah. The 80s internet chat rooms were terrible. Raw. Yeah, they were raw. Um, porn at a drive-in theater. It's a good idea because <laughs> it's e- yeah, harder. This again. Because you can Jordan's be in your car and this. jerk off. It's a brilliant <laughs> in idea. In your car. And everyone's in their car jerking off, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay. A lot of them would try and show, they like have their regular programs and then show like porn at like midnight or 1 a.m. But I think it b- became just sort of a weird mishmash, and a, a bunch of them just became exclusively porn theaters. Nice. Um,. And around this time, a lot of studios say they do not want their big movies to show at drive-ins because <laughs> their the perception of drive-ins around this time is that they're sleazy porn theaters. Interesting. Oh, God. So the non-porn movies that drive-ins get are, like, shitty B-movies. So it's like, yeah. A uh, bunch, like, thousands of them close. Many of them have been repurposed. The biggest way they're repurposed is as flea markets. Like, the, the Mission oh. Tiki one is... Their flea market's closed right now, obviously, but they're also mm-hmm. an active flea market, which is Yeah, when is you odd. click on it, they say that they're sorry that their swap meet isn't open. Yeah. So I it must be a big it was thing. was until I googled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know why this is the big pairing, because it, when I was looking at other open drive-ins in the country, a lot of them also had similar things you where know, they I said bet that. it's... Because they have all that property, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's such a huge space. Right. And kind of the only other thing that can utilize that space without disrupting the nighttime business would be something like a flea market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, there's a bit of a comeback in the 90s because people, people who are, like, middle-aged are nostalgic for when they were little kids in the 50s or 60s. And then there are other people who are younger, and they've never never been to a drive-in, so it's a novelty. There's a minor comeback. I think a few hundred open back up temporarily. There was also a thing, and I guess it's still a thing now, um, and there are some that are open, but they're not really, like, official businesses. There's a thing called guerrilla drive-ins, where people just talk ahead, like, online or 
some other way they communicate and make a plan. At this time, we're meeting oh. up and projecting this movie on, like, the back of a warehouse or something. Oh, cool. That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. So, if we... I think there are some in in our area, so whenever they're back open, that'd be fun to check oh, out. Oh, neat. That nice. would be awesome. In we just make our own. I guess we could. I don't. I just don't have a surface big enough or a projector. Yeah. Maybe... Mm. If we put it up high, we just do it on the ground. Yeah. The ground is huge. Yeah. It's endless. Admit it. <laughs> Admit it. <laughs> Never. <laughs> in around, in 2006, there were 500 active drive-ins, which is a pretty big boom. But then the shift to digital happens, and a lot of these just simply couldn't afford it, especially because... A basic digital projector around that time cost $70,000 for a theater. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. But hey, that's a big bill. <laughs> Mamma mia. And it's Whoa. even more for drive-ins because <laughs> they have to project it from further and outside. Um, so that's what killed off a lot of them. But now there's around 300 operating, uh, but only a few dozen are open at the moment. One. Damn. One that, that I found, the, I guess the biggest drive-in theater is the Fort Lauderdale Swap Shop. It's another I've flea market. Fort Lauderdale. It's 14 screens. Oh, wow. Whoa. Which is nuts. That's huge. They're reopening this week on a temporary basis, and I'll give you guys the first three movies they're showing, and then you try and guess the last one. It'll be n- nearly impossible because this is the most fucking crazy collection of movies. They're playing American Pie, Spirit, <laughs> Stallion of the Cimarron, that animated movie with Matt Damon narrating the horse, <laughs> uh, American Gangster, and uh, what's your guess as to the last movie? <laughs> okay. Um, There's two Americans. I wonder if that's a hint. That it's, I guess, not one of those because it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. My guess is, um, my guess is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> All right, Brad. My <laughs> 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 really good guess. <laughs> Very pleased with themselves. <laughs> my guess is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. You copycat. But imagine if it wasn't yours, but it was mine. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah. It, it is uh, Animal House. Why are they showing two sex comedies? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> An animated movie that nobody likes. An American Gangster, a drama that I think was received with a shrug. This is nuts. <laughs> Anyway, that's the history of the drive-ins. I got some sources from driveintheater.com, realrundown.com, and of course, Wikipedia. Uh, I thought you were going to say Cinema Treasures. No, I mean, that would only give me info about specific ones. What a jerk. What a dump. (laughs) Anyway, any thoughts before we move on to Brad's game? Uh, it, I mean, it just makes me more excited to go to one. And also, sometimes I still go to Fort Lauderdale with my family, and I want to go to the big one now. Yeah. 
and I gotta see those two sex comedies with my family outside. <laughs> Which would you see first, American Pie or Animal House? Probably Animal House, because there's a chance that anyone else would like it, because I would be with people who are older. I and guess. And then, once they're really in, once they're really amped up and in the mood for something like that, then we move into American Pie, and I then think of course American Gangster. American Pie is significantly better than Animal House, because Animal House is just a horrific movie, and American Pie is just not very good. Well, it depends what you remember when you were young in the 70s. I guess. But Mag- I, I certainly agree with you without having seen it, but that is why I have not seen it. Sure. Maggie, are you still here? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. I was worried. <laughs> good. Just being quiet. It's great to have you. <laughs> okay i have a game Uh (gasps) uh-huh so uh in thinking about drive-ins obviously i thought about uh how they go to one in the movie grease and in the background (laughs) there's all of the let's all go to the lobby animations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i thought about what people in drive-ins would be actually eating back then as their snacks, and I found a list of discontinued candies. Awesome. Yay. And I'm going to give you three of them at a time, and you will guess which one I made up. Awesome. Oh, fun. So, uh, look, still looking for an idea for a name for this game. Um, something about two truth, something like, like sweet tooths and a lie. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I kind of like that. I think okay. that's pretty clever. Yeah. Yes. It works. Incredible. This is going really great so far. Okay. So, this is just from a list. I have no information about the candies, but we can mm-hmm. investigate them further if sure. we are curious. Okay. First three. Nickel Knacks, Grape <laughs> Grumps, and Chum Gum. What was the uh, first one? Nickel Knacks, N-A-K-S. And then something grumps? Grape grumps <laughs> and chum gum. Really, any of them yeah. could be fake. I'm going to guess that you made up the first one. I'm going to guess that you made up chum gum. You are both wrong. No! I made up grape grumps. Nickel knacks and chum gum were real candies and are not anymore. I guess I get why. Chum Damn. gum is just looks like regular bubble gum, and nickel knacks were from the 1940s and in a box. Chocolate they don't look covered great. nickel. Yes, people used to eat change back then. That's how the Great <laughs> Depression happened because all the food was eaten. Number two. Jaw teasers, cherry humps, and chocolate mud. <laughs> I think chocolate mud. I think. What was the first one? Jaw teasers, one word. Like jaw, jaw teasers, and then cherry something? Humps. Cherry humps. I'm gonna guess that the first one you made up. Jordan is right. It's chocolate mud. It's fake. Jaw teasers. I sounds like something I would make up because it's only a half joke. And cherry humps is just funny. Uh, Chocolate mud just didn't. Chocolate mud felt like a fake one, but not a fake one that you would make up. Yes. Yeah, that's why I was like, I went with the first one, even though I was like, I think jaw teasers was probably a real thing. I don't know. Whatever. Look, 
I thought a lot about it's this really in, the, shoot. in the 15 minutes I, before we started recording that I made these up. Number three, Pepsi gum, <laughs> Gatorade gum, and Dr. Pepper gum. Uh, you bitch. <laughs> I mean... Pepsi gum, Gatorade gum. I'm going to guess you made up Gatorade gum. That's what I'm going to guess, too, only because... I feel like Pepsi and Dr. Pepper are the same company. Oh, interesting. But I, but I don't know. Sure. Correct answer is I made up Pepsi gum. Oh. Gatorade gum and Dr. Pepper gum did exist. Gatorade is especially interesting because, you know, that's not a flavor. I assume they had other flavors, but like Dr. Pepper is a flavor. Right. Pepsi right. is a flavor. It's like how sometimes I'll th- see things that are flavored Jolly Rancher, and that is also not a flavor. Right. Um, so how dare they? Number four, Reese's Geese, Skittles Smoothies, and the Denver Sandwich Bar. Wait, you gotta repeat them. (laughs) Reese's Geese, Skittles Smoothies, and the Denver Sandwich Bar. This is like vocal warm-ups. Denver Sandwich Bar? Reese's Geese? Oh, God. I'm gonna guess... (laughs) I'm gonna go with Reese's Geese. Jordan? Reese's Geese. Reese's Geese is correct. Oh, there were never nice. Reese's Geese. What the fuck is a Denver sandwich bar? <laughs> I think it's like like an ice cream sandwich, but like oh. with chocolate and marshmallow, maybe. Okay. It sounds yeah. like a sex thing. It does. Uh, or like, like a salad bar for sandwiches. <laughs> where you just go down and make sandwiches. Okay. Number five, I think. Mm-hmm. These are each one word, so they're not connected. Flicks, flax, and fizzers. <laughs> Flicks, flax, and fizzers. I'm going to guess flax. I'm also going to guess flax. Flax is correct. Yes. There are only flicks, and there are only fizzers. Next, Nestle's milk chocolate, Nestle's milk chocolate chocolate, and Nestle's milk. I think Nestle's milk. Fuck. <laughs> Nestle's milk chocolate chocolate. I, I'm going to do a crazy thing, and I'm just mm. going to guess Nestle's milk chocolate. Interesting. The answer is Nestle's milk was the real one. Nestle's milk chocolate chocolate is fake. Wow. Isn't that weird? That, that they is have that? weird. I don't know anything else about it. <clears throat> Yuck. Milky Way Midnight, Twix Twilight, and the 1030 Candy Bar. Okay. <laughs> I happen to know that Milky Way Midnights are real because I love those. Yes, those might yeah. not even have been uh, discontinued. Yeah, yeah those are still those, candy. I, I think they might have just yeah. come back somewhat recently. Okay, good. Yeah, um, I needed to fit the theme. So good. <laughs> They're so good. I'm, what was the last one? The 1030 candy bar. Oh. I'm going to go Twix Twilight. Yeah, me too. Twix Twilight is correct. The 1030 candy bar, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what it is or why it's called that, but it's just a regular It's a good name bar. for a candy bar because I imagine I feel like, very yeah. classic. Yeah, very I feel old. like it's a really small candy bar. It's like a right before bed snack. Oh, I was thinking that they're insinuating it's okay to eat it in the morning. <laughs> oh, I was also thinking 1030 a.m. That's interesting. Wow. That's a, 
funny psychological test. <laughs> okay. Okay, two left. All right. Second to last one is the Hollywood candy bar, spoon candy, and gummy faces. I'm gonna guess spoon candy. Um, I'm gonna guess gummy faces. Gummy faces is correct. Bug spoon candy. What the fuck is spoon candy? It's a good question. Let's see. Spoon candy is also looks like my internet's working. That's great news. Um, hey. Spoon candy. I wish they would bring it back. So yummy. This is a link. <laughs> oh, it's like Jello, but it's candy. It's like fudge that you make in a glass and then eat with a spoon. Nice. That could be gross or good, but probably gross. Okay. Yeah. Last one is sharp pez, zazberry lumps, or marshmallow mistakes. Ha <laughs> Marshmallow I'm mistakes. Marshmallow mistakes. All three of those were made up by me. Oh, that God. was the greatest Trick lie question. of all. Anyway, that's the game. That was a fun game. I'm glad. Oof. It's hot out there, folks, and I, <laughs> I'm just simply getting so sweaty. How are you guys doing? I'm also getting pretty sweaty. You <laughs> might be able to hear this, but I do have air conditioning in the room I'm in, and that is why I'm I in was, this room. Wow. I was going to turn off, I mean, I did turn off my AC for this, because I thought yeah. probably best. Ugh, I'm also, I've also just done kind that. of and stressing, because I yeah, realized I didn't you. do my homework for the class. I, I've been on Zoom, oh, no. like, all day. Doing what? Uh, massage school. Oh, right. Yeah. Huh. Which is kind of nice, but also, meh. Maggie... Uh, can you yeah. um, I th- can you get me the Brad's um masterclass password? Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh! I kept forgetting. <laughs> That's okay. I just remembered when you said homework. I was honestly hoping that you would bring it up on the podcast because then I knew I would actually do it. Sure, it's good to yeah have this. Con- uh, con- uh, let's see. To confront. I think it wouldn't be Brad's login. I let's see. Well, Brad said that he didn't have it when I asked him about it at one point. What do you mean you don't have it? I have my login, but I gave one to you, and you're sharing that one with Jordan. Does that oh, make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Great, great. Wait. Okay, well then, um, hold on. I'm going to try to log into Masterclass to okay. see if I remember. Excellent. In the meantime, is there anything anyone wants to plug before we adjourn? No. No. Um, I get, did I log in? Did it work? Let's see, it's loading. I guess as always, um, just going to plug Deem's Mime class. It's really fun. Nice. Wednesdays at six. Jordan, we'll see. This, it's being really slow, but I think I know. Oh God, okay. Wait, I'm going to message it to the Facebook group and then you see if it works. Okay. Give it a shot. Uh, anyway, next week next week we will be at the Mission Tiki. Woo! That'll be Ray. so exciting. Our this cornies so should come out <laughs> and also go to the Mission Tiki. and. We won't and, be able to talk to you. No, but, but we'll be there and you'll know it. 
you should honk right before the movie starts to let us know yes. you're saying hello. Yes, and then you will be thrown out, and mm-hmm. we will watch the film, mm-hmm. whichever it is. Well, we'll see you guys at Mission Tiki. Woo! Bye! Woo! Adios!